0: writing the vision is all about when you get your health, you have something to do with that health. The life and the vitality in you is to be used for the glory of God. Hey, y'all. I'm so glad to be here. How was your holiday? I hope your Christmas was fantastic. Mine was amazing, but I won't lie. It was freezing cold. So for reference, this is December 2022 and some kind of cold front hit the northern and midwestern parts of the US and y'all I was up in the Midwest visiting my family for the holiday and I knew mentally it was going to be cold but I just don't know that my brain could compute how cold it was going to be. At one point, it was like negative three degrees, and then the real feel was like a negative 28. I couldn't even walk into the garage. I wasn't even directly in the weather. I just remember getting out of the car, trying to make it into my mother's house, and I was shivering out of my skin. It was so cold. So that was my Christmas. It was very cold outside. So we went nowhere. There was no need to dress up. I lived in pajamas the entire time we were there and I wore no makeup and I lived my best frozen life. I hope your holiday was fantastic as well. I hope you maybe were a little less cold, but if you were, hopefully you had love all around you and you felt the warmth of Christ this holiday season. It was so good. And I won't lie, the sweet potato pie was amazing. This is going to sound kind of strange for those of you who are sweet potato pie connoisseurs, but because my family is a family that eats predominantly plant-based, no animal products. And the other half of my family does eat animal products. I have to cook for both camps. And I have to say this year I made a vegan sweet potato pie that actually rivaled my traditional sweet potato pie. So I was feeling pretty proud of myself. Y'all, they were loving the pie. And so was I, I would wake up in the morning thinking, I'm going to have to get me a slice of that pie. But to put a control in place, we're a family of 11. We all gathered around as a family of 11 this year. And so I only made two sweet potato pies. So that was some fighting material. I may have to rethink that in the future, but it does help with mitigating the weight gain. So, you know, it has its pros and cons. But Overall, it was a beautiful holiday full of love and I just relished going home and kissing my mom on her cheeks and spending time with her. I love my mom and I love spending time with my sisters. The girl power is strong in our family and so it was amazing. My nieces came, my children, the cousins were all together. We watch Property Brothers quite often And we saw this episode where this family was getting a makeover and the cousins would get together and they called themselves fuzzins because they were friends and cousins. And so my children and my sister's children, my nieces and nephews have adopted that. And so the fuzzins were in full play this break and it was just a beautiful sight to behold. So that's just a little recap of my Christmas We have the new year coming up, y'all, and I am so excited. So let's talk about the new year because my spirit is leaping for what we are going to be doing together in the new year. And I want to start off talking about a little bit about the plan that we have together going into the year 2023 with getting our mindset right. I think I touched on that a little in our Christmas episode, in our Merry Christmas episode, the very last one we just had. But I also want us to take time and be prepared for what's coming up. Y'all, I'm asking you to join me on this journey of faith. As we go into the new year, I know a lot of people are thinking about doing New Year's resolutions and trying to get their health together and lose the weight. I really am not in this for just the weight loss. You know that God's perfect size is so much more. We named it God's perfect size. I will not even say we named it. I remember praying over the name for the book. It all originated from my journal, which then turned into the book, which now is the podcast. But I remember asking God what the book title should be. And it had a working title that wasn't fantastic, but it it stuck for months. And we held on to that title up until one day I was praying. It was probably like 530 in the morning and I was talking to the father and I wasn't even particularly asking him for the book title that morning, but I remember the name flashed across my mind, God's Perfect Size. And I knew he had dropped the name of the book into my spirit, which I'm so grateful for because number one, what I was calling it really was not a fun title. But number two It took all the focus off of us and it put all the onus of the health and weight loss and who we are in Christ. It put it all on God because that's where our definition comes from. It's where our mindset should be that when we are going on these journeys or when we're looking to get healthy and looking to be our very best, it's not the very best that we have envisioned. It's the very best for what God has envisioned because he's the artist of us. After all, he's the one who knit us together and he's the one who selected your nose, your smile, your hair texture, the the thickness or the thinness of your lips. He's the one who put it all together. He's the one who knit you together and then smiled and was pleased at his handiwork because he made you. And so God's perfect size is, is the title that makes you recognize the fact that you're not losing weight to be Fabulous in your own right, you're becoming healthy for the Lord, you're becoming healthy for the work that He has for you, and however He created you or or however He made you, whatever your set weight is, that's God's perfect size for you. He's the one who set that, so we want to focus on getting healthy for the Lord and to do the work that He's called us to do. We want to live a life of moderation to honor the Father and to carry out the tasks that He has for us, so that's why it's called God's perfect size. And when I wrote God's Perfect Size, it started as a journal. I wrote in my journal because I wanted to remember this journey. And I also would tell myself, should I ever get lost again? Should I ever end up in this pit again? I'll know exactly how to get out because I wrote the vision down. And that's what today's podcast is about. As we are approaching the new year, I want to give you a a little assignment and you can do the homework. I would encourage you to do it. But even if you don't do it, maybe grab your phone and speak into that microphone part and record your thoughts. But I want you to, in some way, write down what the vision is. Um, I started to mention Habakkuk I believe it's Habakkuk chapter two, but let me check my reference. Yes, it's Habakkuk chapter two, starting in verse two in that second full paragraph. It talks about how the righteous will live by faith. And then it says, and the Lord answered me, write the vision and make it plain on tablets so that he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastens to the end and it will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. And I love that reminder. I wrote a whole chapter. I believe it's in one of the chapters towards the end of the book talking about Write the Vision. And I included that chapter in the God's Perfect Size book, in a book that's helping you lose weight, in a book that's helping you shed the bondage of excess consumption and overeating. I included that chapter in the book because there's so much more for us as believers to lay hold of. There's so much. When we finally find ourselves free, when we find that we have cleared the garbage out, God begins to pour even more goodness in us. And he gives us even more gifts and more direction. And writing the vision is all about when you get your health, you have something to do with that health, the life and the vitality in you is to be used for the glory of God. And so God has so much more for you. And when you get your freedom, you start to see even more things. God entrusts you with even more responsibility as you become free of the enemy's hold, because now you're healthy, you're strong spiritually, and you're able to do what he's calling you to do. And so this next few weeks, I want you to start thinking about writing the vision down. Now, what vision Well, let's talk about a few things about the vision. The very first thing and the greatest lesson I can tell you is in Habakkuk 2, we all like to say, write the vision down and make it plain. But we forget the very first part of that verse. It starts off with, and the Lord answered me. Did you catch that? It says, and the Lord answered me. You see, there's no point in writing down a vision that you make up on your own. I see a lot of vision boards out there, and I hear a lot of people talking about how they imagine they want things to be, or they'll find pictures and clippings. And it's great to have those things. It's great to have those things to motivate you but how much greater, how much more perfect and how much more sure is a vision that comes from the father. So the first thing you have to do when you are writing the vision down is you've got to spend time with your God. You've got to ask him what the vision is for you. Ask God, what's the vision for your health? What's the vision for your physical body? What's the vision for your spiritual body? What's the vision for your future? You might be blown away. As you sit under the Lord's authority and you submit to his will, you submit all of the things that you thought you had for yourself, all the imagery that you had in your mind, as you lay it before the Lord and say, is this what you want for me? You submit that and then let God answer you. The one thing I know about submitting to God's authority is he doesn't answer on our timeline. There are many times where I wish he would hurry up with an answer or I wish that the father would Tell me as plain as day what it is he wants for me or what it is he wants me to do. But God is God and his timing is perfect and his his timing will not delay. The vision won't be delayed. It will happen in the right time. But you've got to be sitting still, listening to the Father, submitting your will to his and then letting him answer you in his perfect time. And when he does answer, write it down. Write it down. So number one, submit and listen to the father. And number two, when you get an answer, write it down, write it down, and then put it in a place where you see it frequently. If God is calling you to a place of greater health, and he tells you exactly what to do for the body he's created for you, then do it. If God says, hey, your body doesn't Take in as many carbs or your body doesn't need as many carbs as someone else's, then listen to that and write it down. Let him show you what the plan is for you. I found that God is faithful in answering. I remember when I started this second phase of my weight loss journey because I was living okay with my weight for several years. And then once I started entering into perimenopause, I started gaining weight back, even though my eating habits hadn't changed my body had changed. My body is no longer requiring as many calories as it once did. But because I was still eating the same and used to that same pattern, I became frustrated when the weight started to pick up because I thought, hey, I haven't really done anything different. Why is the weight picking up? Even now to this day, while I'm sitting in this chair, I'm still struggling with perimenopause and trying to figure out this new body. But I took it to the Father. I asked the Lord, what is going on? I don't know how to do this. I've never been this age before. I've never been at this stage before. And even though I didn't get a physical answer from God, he led me to articles. He gave me wisdom from other women who had gone before me and they shared with me some of the things they were doing, God will lead you to the right answers. He will lead you or he will give you the answers that you are searching for. He's faithful to do that. So even now, as I'm sitting in this chair, going through menopause, sweating up a storm, and I could probably defrost your, your windshield if you needed me to. But even with all of that, God is showing me you don't need as much carbohydrate as you once did. And yes, you've got to move a little bit more now and you've got to stretch because your girl is getting stiff over here. It's okay that my body is changing and I'm not where I'm going to be when I'm 85, but I'm certainly not where I was at 18. So I do feel different in my skin, but God's grace has shown me how to walk this out, how to live healthfully at this age and stage in my life. And so he's faithful to meet us where we are and to show us what we need in every season of our lives. He didn't talk to me about this stage when I was 18 because it wasn't time. He doesn't talk to me now about my 18 year old body because it's not the stage that I'm in. So he's faithful to meet you where you are and tell you what you need. And what I love about God is he's very prescriptive. He knows you intimately and he knows what you need. Exactly. With that being said, When you're writing down the vision, don't just listen for the physical information he's giving you. He may want to clean up some of your thinking. He may want to clean up some of the habits you've developed over time. And if he tells you or he touches those things and he talks to you about those things, write that down as well. Here's the last thing I want to close with. In Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7, it says, let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I love this reminder from the Father because he's telling us even as he's calling us to do things differently, to do things in a new way, to walk in freedom. It can feel very heavy when you are changing your diet, when you are changing big portions of your life that you have lived and you've known forever. And now God is calling you into a place of freedom. Freedom can be a scary place if you've never been there. Freedom can feel like a wide open expanse. There's no safety net of the comforts of yesterday, when God is calling you into a new place, it can feel isolating and it can feel scary, especially if you're on this journey by yourself. But God has reminded us that we don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be afraid. We can present our request to him and his peace will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So as you're writing the vision down, as you're talking to the father about it, don't get nervous about the newness that's on the other side of your freedom. Don't get nervous about, will I lose the weight? Or am I going to be stuck here? Is this really going to work for me? I want you to present that to God. If you have failed at losing weight a million times before this, present that to God and make a request, present it to the father with thanksgiving, go to him and say, God, I've never been able to lose the weight before, but I am trusting you that now is the time for me to lose this weight. Now is the time for me to have freedom and then go into thanksgiving and tell him, but I thank and I thank you. I thank you father, that you're with me and that you never leave me nor forsake me. I thank you that I get to present this request to you. And I get to trust you in the process. And even, though I don't know what's on the other side of this, I know you're going to be there with me. I know you're going to walk hand in hand with me and deliver me into a place of freedom. And I thank you that I am already free in Christ Jesus. And my body will catch up to the truth of your word, which is that I am already free. That's how you give thanks to your father. So you present your request and you give him thanks for it. And also write it down, write everything down. Not only will the vision written down serve you as you go on the journey, but it will be a testimony that you leave for somebody else who's going to come up behind you. That's the beauty of writing the vision down. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so excited as we approach the new year to go into this with Thanksgiving and praise. And as I told you before, we're going to be kicking off the early portion of the new year with a fast, a freedom fast, a fast that's going to set our minds and get us on the right path so that we can do the work of losing the bondage and gaining our freedom in Christ Jesus. All right, y'all, I'll be talking to you real soon because the new year is coming and I'm so excited that you're gonna be on this journey with me. I pray blessings over you and I will chat with you in the next episode. Bye.